It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. In five, four, three... What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Walking Blind Podcast, where we answer the age-old question, when are either Kona, Big Wave, or Liquid Death going to sponsor us on this show? Because I feel like we're always drinking Kona, and we're always drinking Liquid Death. 100%. That being said, my name is Mike. I'm also Mike. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And this is episode... The the intro was going so well. I know. Damn it. (laughs) Too close. This is episode 21. This is the... uh, we are of legal age and we're old enough to drink. And honest to God, I didn't realize that the Kona logo was actually turned out towards the camera when I did that whole thing. I didn't mean to, but, but did I? Yeah, our podcast is old enough to drink. So so now we can drink. Yes. Right? Legally. <clears throat> Legally. Uh, dude, Responsibly. It, it, is, uh, it is Monday night in the Casa Day Walking Blind. And we're here again. Episode 21. We made 21. it. We made it. 21 episodes. It's crazy. 21 and like a, and like a bonus episode. So, you know. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, the 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 8.5 one. It could have been its own episode, yeah. but it was, you know, yeah. whatever. To give you an update, I am in a, a copyright strike war with YouTube right now because they tried to, they denied my, my um, they denied my appeal on the copyright strike for YouTube. So. Wait, what was it for though? Okay. Like, so the publishing company that publishes uh, No Ranging Rights Music in Canada mm-hmm. claimed the video of you guys 
playing Hope Theory, mm-hmm. saying, we own the rights to Hope Theory. You can't use it. And I said, <clears throat> Mike Perez, who is co-owner of this channel, who is on this podcast, who is in the video performing, wrote Hope Theory, wrote the songs with his band No Bragging Rights. And they're like, we own the rights. So then I like fully appealed it. So we'll see in 30 days. Because I was like, I don't understand how you... <clears throat> as an artist can't use your own music on your own creative projects. It's weird to me. Do we need to get daddy Jake on this? I don't think, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't think it's that important. I just felt like <laughs> fighting back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not Fuck like that video is monetized or anything like that, but I still, it just kind of, it annoys me that they would tell you, you can't use your own stuff on your own project. Right. That's what annoys me. Yeah. That's annoying. Right? So, cause it's not monetized. It's not like we're making AdSense yeah. revenue off of that video, but it just, <clears throat> it's the principle. Yeah, we're a bunch of idiots. Yeah. So if you're hearing this and you're watching this on YouTube, go watch that Hope Theory video and tell them that uh, that's actually Mike in the video because, you know. It's me. It's clearly me. It's clearly you. Probably wearing this. Oh, no. I was wearing my. No. In my in my appeal, I even said, look at every single other video on this channel and you will see Mike Perez, the lead <laughs> singer of No Bragging Rights, in every video. <laughs> so. Uh, that's <clears throat> stupid. I hate the internet sometimes. It's, that's just because we're old. Yeah. Well, anyways, that being said, mental health check, man. Where are you at? Dude, honestly, I'm all over the place. Um, I don't even know how to get to go into this. I guess I don't want to say too much about it, but... Um, yeah, so, like, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I'm going to lose one of my aunts. And uh, they took her off the, the machine. And that was this morning... And as far as an hour ago, she's still here. Like, it's crazy. Like, her her heart is very strong. Um, and so it's just kind of, it's weird. It's a weird whole thing. Uh, but, um, so yeah, that's been like, I guess, occupying my mind, I guess, for the last, uh, I don't even know, Wednesday is when we found out or Tuesday is when we found out. Yeah. But um, other than that, uh, I think I've been okay. I feel like my body kind of told me to like chill out yesterday because I completely, uh, my body just crashed. And um, <clears throat> did I look tired yesterday? You, uh, you looked kind of beat up. But and to be fair, I woke up feeling like that this morning. Did I, okay. I, I called in sick today. Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Well, yeah. I uh, thankfully. I had a really, for and it doesn't matter to anyone, I normally open at my shop, so I'm there about like 5 a.m. But today, I closed, and so I got to sleep in today. Yeah, I was wondering why you were like, I'm going to be off at 5.30. I was like, what? Like, why? <laughs> but yeah, so um, so I just slept all yesterday, pretty much. I got off work. I got, I got to home early because my allergies were crazy, and um, I slept like all day, and when I woke up... Um, I took a, uh, I took a COVID test, a home, home test and it was negative and I feel fine. I feel good now. And, uh, but mentally it's just been, I think it's been a lot. Um, I need to get back into like running, like even though the show's, <laughs> the show's done and we both kind of were like, <laughs> I know I need to do that because I can just, I could tell there's little things that are kind of getting me like emo- like my reactions to certain things. I felt like we're very, we're starting to get uneven. Yeah. And that's when I can tell, like, okay, something I need to do something, and so I think I need to get back into like exercise and stuff. But um, um yeah. I did speak to our personal trainer. 
Oh yeah, that's right. I got to respond back. And he said that he is almost done with your plan. He he is done. He sent it. Okay, cool. So, so we're gonna we're gonna be buff soon. We're we're, we're working on it. And uh, I was. I was flexing, but I wasn't flexing. But if it looked like I was buffed there, I was flexing. <laughs> and it's, I, I don't have, there's no reason for me to have this open right now. Um, so yeah, mentally, uh, I'm in a weird, I mean, it's kind of a roller coaster, I guess. Um, I've got some other bad news, but it, that it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But um, I mean, is it, it fine though? It's fine. It'll be fine. That's be, a bummer. It's a bummer. It'll that's be okay. It'll be all right. It's good. I have, um, I have to remove it from my calendar now. That's all right. Me too. It's okay. <laughs> um, no, but um, yeah, it's good. I'll be. I'll be all right. I just got. I. I just need to. I need. I need to run. Is what it comes down to. I need to run, and uh, I think that'll kind of start to get me at least mentally back on track. So, that's me. Where are you? Where are you at? Oh man, I'm uh still riding this wave. I thought, uh, you know, I thought the wave was was kicking me to the shore, and then it picked up again, and now it feels like, <laughs> and then it feels like it's taking me back to the shore. Um, <clears throat> I, dude, it, it, I'm so confused sometimes. You know, my life is is an odd arrangement of things going on. Nothing clear cut. Nothing's clear cut. Nothing's clear-cut. a lot of gray. Um, I'm. Uh, I'm working on a cool project. Um, we're kind of working on a cool project. The The problem is I don't know. I don't know what the timeline is on this. Uh, but we have some really cool things that are in the works. Like, like, Very. like if, like if it comes like together, the dream. The if dream. it comes together, it's really fucking cool. Um, it's the dream. I didn't even know was a thing until he was explaining it to me. <clears throat> yeah. So like now I'm like really excited about it and shit. So. Yeah, and then I, I'm, uh, I'm also, you know what it is? I I feel like I'm taking on a lot right now, right? Like I've got, I I feel like I have so many wheels turning and so many things in motion right now, um, <clears throat> that like the things I'm doing for like my own personal mental health and like my own sanity and my own like private life, I guess, are so weird at this point that I have to focus on everything else. Cause I don't know what, what to think about things. Yeah. Um, but as far as everything else goes, like I woke up this morning with a, like just with a straight up migraine, like mm-hmm. I woke up and my head hurt and I was like, not today. Like I'm not, I'm not going to work today. So I just, I called in sick and then kind of like took some migraine medicine, went back to sleep, woke up, felt a little bit better. And I was like, well, you know, I still like, I feel like I need, I need, I need today. Yeah. I need, I need to just take, so I like, um, I ran around, you know, like ran some errands, um, hit the Bass Pro is why I'm wearing the hat today. <laughs> like the right thing to do. Um, <clears throat> and just kind of like did, you know, knocked out some things that, that I needed to do, uh, you know, on my own for some of my own shit. So, um, yeah, man, like there's, there's so many things, in motion right now that like if the pieces start to fall together, it's going to be awesome. And like these pieces might fall together sooner. They might fall together like within the next year. It's like Mm -hmm. that kind of thing, but it's all positive. It's all in a good direction, you know? So, um, 
Yeah. Yeah, man. So you're, I'm sorry, I guess this can be at this or whatever, but did you record today? Was that from today? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got up this morning and that's why my voice is a little, a little hoarse. Um, but I was like, Hey, I should knock out one of the, one of the songs today. It sounds sick. It's like, I was saying, I was like, Oh, I think it's probably my new favorite. <laughs> um, so pretty much the EP is like one song and gang vocals and everything away from being done. Um, which I'm hoping to get done this week. Sick. And then it's going to be shipped off to our boy Kelly to, uh, to get mixed, which I'm really excited about. <clears throat> and then, uh, We'll be announcing the <laughs> the longest EP in history, <laughs> the longest the longest EP process in history because uh, yeah, it's just been a roller coaster ride. It's crazy that it's it's uh, been over a year. It's been like a year and a half. Just like every oh uh, yeah, because yeah, because you guys started drums, you guys did drums like so. So I guess like. <laughs> I'm, I will, I'll do a full episode on what happened with the EP and why it took so long. Um, sure, that's good. When it's done, yeah, uh, yeah. Like when the EP's done and we're getting ready to release it, like I'll just I'll I'll talk about why it took us this long to get the EP done because it's been such a weird process, dude. And Burner Street right now is like in the process of like where I think we're aiming for like we're already trying to lock in days to record with Kelly yeah. for. For the, our, I don't even know what to call it, our EP part two or either a full length. Sick. Yeah. So, <clears throat> dude, maybe I'll bring in, maybe I'll bring in Dan or Jake or one of the, one of the TC boys to just talk to, about, like, it. talk about, the, or maybe both of them. I don't know. We'll see. Just to talk about the, the wild, <laughs> wild processes have been like, dude, what a process. <laughs> how everybody's, the, the emotional roller coaster that everybody in this band has been through since we started it. Supposed to be just an easy fun. Yeah, this was supposed to be just a fun <laughs> little project that it became an easy this. But I mean the the songs that I've been sending you, I'm pretty I didn't think that these songs would sound like this. Yeah, oh dude, you'd be stoked. Like it's gonna be <clears throat> yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be good when it comes up. Like it's genuinely like when I hear it, it's like it's fun for me. Yeah, it's cool. I'm not just saying that because I'm on one of the songs, but you know and it's also not just saying that because he's wearing a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's yeah man like i feel like a lot of things are are um in the works that like if they pan out and they fall into place they'll be fucking sick um if everything that we're discussing here falls into place it'll be even more sick yeah you know so yeah, yeah. <clears throat> overall a positive uh Overall, a hectic and stressful approach to a lot of positivity in the end. So yes. we'll go with that. The potential for goodness. The potential for greatness. The greatness is there. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> cool, cool. Um, so we went to the Angel Game yes. on Friday. Uh, thank you to Chris and Academy Mortgage for sponsoring yes, us to go to watch our favorite team in baseball get absolutely fucking murdered by the Houston Astros. It felt like the nineties. <laughs> it felt like the nineties. Uh, it was, I believe it was like 10 to two by the sixth inning. Yeah. Like by the seventh inning stretch, dude, everybody was freaking gone. It was like, it, it was, was a ghost town in there. It was wild. And, and we went, um, we went on Otani bobblehead night, mm -hmm. you know, 
So you stay till the end. Stay till the end. We got some bobbleheads. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, I mean, the game, for what it's worth, we kind of, when you're an Angels fan, you're prepared to lose that way. Yeah. You're prepared. It's sports. It happens. Yeah. We, they won the next day. No big deal. Yeah. And we had good company. Um, so it was a good time. It was a fun time. It was time. a good time. It was fun. <sighs> Win some, you lose some. They just lost really hard. It was it was so bad that we ended up it, like everybody left. It was a ghost town, so we ended up just leaving the seats where we were in. Like uh, we were in right field, basically, mm-hmm. um, and we left our seats in the seventh inning and basically ended up right next at field like level, front row, front row, <laughs> uh, left foul pole, basically, left right. field, or sorry, right field foul right pole, field foul pole. Um, yeah, and we just hung out there for the rest of the game because <laughs> you know yeah nobody was gonna stop us nobody yeah. cared yeah nobody cared again it felt like the 90s plus when you have people with you that look confident and you know don't look like hooligans yeah <laughs> like, t- yeah. yeah if it was just helpful. us if yeah, it was just us we, they would probably been like what are you guys doing you know very true um yeah it was a good time that's fun uh one of the funny things from i went to a game last season with uh buddy caleb and uh that was like my first game and like since the pandemic and it was when it was when um stadiums were only open like i think it was like 50 percent capacity or something like that and so we get we go to the game there's like huge sections like sectioned off and uh he's like dude he's like isn't this kind of eerie like like looking around and like how little like of people are here i was like no nah, man i grew up <laughs> i've been coming to games since the 90s when <laughs> nobody gave a shit about the angels <laughs> So I was like, this feels like oddly comfortable, you know? Yeah. So this feels right to me. Yeah. But, um, you know, you know, being an angel fan, you build a lot of character. So I thank them for that. Putting me through a lot at a young age and now as an adult. So thank you, angels. (laughs) Thank thank you for building such a strong character in me. Um, preparing (laughs) me, you know, for the world that's just going to let me take L's being a gracious loser left and right. But but anyway, so yeah, it was fun. I was, Good time. Thank you, Chris, and uh, and uh, what's an Academy Mortgage. Academy Mortgage. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it was it was a good time. Thank you, Liquid Death, for <laughs> for not sponsoring us for yet, but future, for sponsoring for us in this future. Reference this episode. Yeah, when it finally happens. Episode twenty one. Episode twenty one is the start. Should we just start mentioning Liquid Death? In every yeah, episode. we should make ads for it and everything. Yeah, from here, from here on out, let's just mention Liquid Death in every episode, just so that we can get cans of water. That's all we want. That's <laughs> fair. It's rock and roll water, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It it's gives us new, it gives yeah. us throwback memories to Warp Tour. Yeah, who doesn't want water in a, an aluminum can? True, it's the, it's the best. Especially coming right out of a cooler of ice on a hot day, mm. and you crack that thing open. Mm. You would think that we're getting paid to say these things, but we're not. We're not for free. It's the goodness of our hearts. We're just good dudes like that. <clears throat> good dudes who love some good water. It's not even, <laughs> you know, it's not a big deal. The reason we're saying this is because our uh, snack budget is running low and and we haven't ordered any liquid death lately. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive, dude. Um, <clears throat> but that's because 10% of it goes to, uh, you know, saving the planet does it yeah yeah not very metal but okay (laughs) (laughs) 
I think it's 10%. My numbers could be wrong. Uh, it'd be, you know, it'd be real cool though, is if they could give us the exact numbers in their contract that they send mm. us, you know? Yeah. We don't require much, just cases. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. <clears throat> All right. So, um, are we going to make this a question episode? Is that what we're doing this week? Yeah. Still a question unless, episode. Unless it was a topic that we have that we can discuss. I don't think so, man. I mean, it was cool to have Mario last week. Mm-hmm. Um, finally. Uh, I almost cried, you guys, on the episode. Did you? Almost. When he was when he was talking about you having like, a mohawk. Like standing up for me? Yeah, yeah, because I know for me that story is completely different. For me, that story is more so of just like, I was just like, that story meant a lot to me because it was my brother just being being cool with the fact that I was just at his church in general, right. not not caring how I looked. I didn't know about that other part. About him so when he started talking about that, I was like, you know how much cooler it would have been if you to just let those, let those uh, thug thug tears, tears fall? Punch me away. <clears throat> no, that was cool though. I'm glad that he got to, he came out. Um, Dude, we're, we're. We're almost through the Perez family, man. I know. Next to my dad. Yeah. <laughs> he, I think his will be shockingly like. Awesome. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Cause yeah. I just, I, really, I wish people really knew my dad. Like, cause when you hear like his, his story, it's, I feel like it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. My dad's story is crazy. Like even when he tells me stuff, I like forget. And then it also makes me feel like a piece of shit cause of all the opportunities he's <laughs> like just given like you know that we've just had you know yeah and uh yeah so that'll be an interesting one when we get him on mr cycles himself <clears throat> um all right so we had uh some questions come in from the live we're gonna get into these and uh and answer some of these questions so uh starting with burial for the living what got you into punk slash hardcore music um, so punk rock for me, I think it was more so, um, my, my, my best friend growing up was my buddy Jose, his brother, I think I've talked about this before. His brother was kind of who like, kind of, cause I used to think I was like, Oh, I just liked alternative music or like rock music and stuff. And he kind of helped me narrow it down. Um, like thinking back on it now, it was like kind of impressive how he was just like, He's like, okay, well, we, between these bands, what do you like about them? And then from there, he kind of narrowed it down. He's like, you like punk rock, you know, you like fast music. Uh, you don't, you don't care about like fancy guitar work. Yeah. <laughs> like this is more for you. And so I got into punk rock pretty early. Like once I, once he explained that to me, I was in the fourth grade and it was right about the time for my 10th, my 10th birthday. I always remember this because I went and I bought Duke, uh, Green Day Dookie and my parents couldn't say shit cause it was my money. Cause the album art was like, it's like literally just like dogs throwing shit everywhere, mm. like humping each other and like, yeah. And so, um, and that was like the beginning of it. And so that set me on a path, uh, hardcore, I'm hitting the table, hardcore, <laughs> hardcore took me some time. You know, there's some bands that I liked, um, but I didn't recognize them as being hardcore bands. You liked more of the punk aspects to, to the hardcore bands. Yeah. Like I definitely like beat down stuff, like the heavier side of hardcore, I didn't get into until much later. Um, but like early on, you know, and I do, I have to give my, my ex credit, uh, Devin, she kind of, your ex, my ex fiance, fiance. <laughs> the question yes. that everybody's been asking. 
Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole episode. That's a whole episode. Um, <clears throat> we're cool now, by the way. Uh, but um, she was kind of the one who was kind of she was she was very like, she's like you know you like you know you like hardcore right? I'm like no, nah, I'm not into like the screaming stuff. She's like no, but like she's like there's bands that I've played that you've liked, and like there's stuff there's bands that you listen to that are hardcore. Like Comeback Kid was one of them, and I was yeah. like oh. Who I like, like I was like from Go. I heard, first time I heard Comeback Kid, I was just like, "This is I want to do this." Which dude? Can we talk about the Silverstein Comeback Kid song? Oh shit! Yeah, we'll come back to this. Let's yeah, yeah. So no, just so it, I would say like my ex had a big part in like kind of also just showing me like you know, like you know she's like what you're thinking of like metal core and beat down stuff like she's like hardcore stuff like you're you're into it like. Bane, like she showed me Bane and I loved Bane. Uh, pretty sure she showed, me, she showed me Have Heart. I loved Have Heart. Comeback Kid was obviously the big one for me. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of like my introduction to it. And, uh, you know, once I started to like recognize hardcore bands live, that kind of changed it for me too. Yeah. Like once I started to understand like the difference between that energy and <clears throat> punk rock energy or metalcore energy or any of that other stuff, I like that like really, I was like sold basically. Was it you that sent me the meme that was like uh, punk rock or hardcore is just punk rock with more comfortable clothes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So what was what were your introductions? Uh, so for me, uh, I think I've kind of mentioned on this show before, like I didn't grow up on punk rock. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until later, uh, actually after I got into like the hardcore scene that I started listening to more punk um, but the reverse. Yeah. And I mean, you know, as a kid, you kind of like listen to like the pop punk stuff that's on, of course, like MTV. Yeah. By, like by the time you were in high school, like Blink was already yeah. Blink. Yeah. Mm. Blink was already Blink. There were, there were bands like Sum 41 and shit like that that were mm. like, I guess, punk, you know, but I, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't really gravitate towards it. To, to me, like I grew up on like, like my dad was all into like classic metal, classic rock stuff. And then I grew up on like old school R&B and hip hop and, and stuff like that. And then there was that weird <clears throat> divergence of everything with like fucking corn and like, <laughs> you know, all that stuff that, that came later, which mm -hmm. was such a weird era of time. Really <clears throat> weird. Um, but once I like, I, I, I got into, I'm gotten more into like, my introduction was really in like metalcore stuff. Um, every time I die, um, Asley dying, Atreyu, things like that, mm. <clears throat> that like kind of brought me in. And I liked the, I liked the riffy guitars. I liked the heavy breakdowns. I liked the, you know, like double pedal. Like I liked all the fast shit. And then it, it really wasn't until I moved back in high school when I moved back to Southern California where it was like, okay, here's all of that, but here, like listen to bands like Thrice and, you know, Have Heart, Bane, um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, like Comeback Kid. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's where, like, it. I started gravitating more towards, like, like even now, like, if we're writing a song and it doesn't have a punk beat in it, I'm like, hey, I don't know if I like this, <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was, like, it was kind of backwards for me. Like, I, I, it was, like, a long way around. And then, of course, like, when, when, I, when you play in a band with older dudes, right? Like, I was, when I was in Creative Void, I was one of the younger guys. Like I got a lot of their music was kind of like, listen to this, yeah. you know, that, and that's really, out. yeah. That's when I listened to strung out. Uh, that's when I listened to, um, you know, 
just a ton of different bands that I would have never even thought about, uh, Propagandi, mm. um, <clears throat> you know, and so that, that was really my, but I still, I even still, I kind of still gravitate more towards like riffier, um, hardcore, mm -hmm. like where you, you know, kind of a little more technical stuff, but with punk beats and I really like heavy breakdowns. So, yeah. You know, it's crazy. I could have, I could have probably gotten into like, like heavier stuff a lot sooner just because of Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. Yeah. They were like my early introduction. Actually, I think Avenged was one of my first introductions. Cause I was, I remember I was still in Atlanta when I was listening, you know, at it fucking mm. unholy confessions <laughs> cranked up in my 96 Camry at school. People were like, what, what the hell is this kid listening to? You know, one of, one of these days I'll go into my Avenged Sevenfold stories. Mm. Mm. You do have some interesting events. They're wild. <clears throat> I will say this, that they, for no reason at all, they've always been really, really cool with like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So like, it's funny cause like, obviously like, you know, especially in the hardcore, like hardcore tours, like every now and then like guys are like start talking like shit about them and stuff and I get all defensive. I'm like, yeah. they're, well, they're pretty, they're cool dudes, man. They're, they're actually the roots are like punk rock and hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Like I get all defensive. But <clears throat> anyways, yeah, it's, it's very, it's one of the things about the hardcore scene, uh, is that there are, especially older dudes that tend to be very elitist, Yeah, you know, or like the gatekeepers. Yeah. It's everywhere, dude. I, I remember that being in punk rock and yeah, I remember myself a, getting to that point too. They're like some bands where I was like, mm. it's like that in metal too, I guess, yeah. you know, but like I, you know, with every genre it's like that, but then you, but the way I look at it, especially when you're looking at like hardcore music and punk rock, right? It's hard enough already to make a living off of that type of music, right? <laughs> yeah. It's hard enough already. So then if you just happen to like, like a, I feel like Avenged Sevenfold stumbled into this like metal, you know, like, like commercial type of yeah, metal this like, <clears throat> like it's same thing like with Escape to Fate, right? They kind of fell into this like really like radio friendly commercial metal and then checks start coming in and you go, well, yeah. we could do this. Cause life's going to be better, you know? Um, and I know I'm going to have a ton of people that are like, well, well, then you shouldn't be doing fucking hardcore music. Fuck you. But <laughs> I mean, this is dude, we got bills to pay, man. We got, and if you want to do this for a living, you want to do this forever, essentially. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. It's crazy. That whole mentality, like for, cause it starts with like, like, like a lot of punk bands, like for myself for the longest time, like my heroes and the punk rock scene were no effects. And they were like, they're big on like, you know, DIY, do it yourself. But it's like, well, not all of us can start our own fucking label and be like yeah. super successful like this. Like yeah. you guys, like, you know what I mean? And not to mention they were on Epitaph. Yeah. You know? And so I felt like, I remember when I, when I was, it took me a long time to like step away from like that mentality of like, cause I remember there's, there's a time when like, I, like, I didn't want NBR to be like played on the radio, you know, even if it was like local stuff. I like, I remember feeling weird about that. I remember when you guys were. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I always felt like conflicted about that. And I remember like later on thinking like, that's so stupid. All my favorite bands, like have had some kind of commercial success. Yeah. Even no effects. Like they've had stuff where they, you know, granted they did a lot of themselves, but like, you know, the Ramones, like everyone loves the Ramones, but they're like on, they're like in every sports arena now. The commercials. Or, yeah. Yeah. Do freaking Pennywise now for Ducks games. Yeah. That bummed me out so hard. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Why the Ducks? Why the Ducks? Ugh. Yeah, whenever the Ducks score a goal, they play Brohim. 
which is you know whatever. See, people can say what they want about Pennywise. I I still love Pennywise. You know, I I mean, I really think it just boils down to like when you're young, you want to you want to believe that you're a part of something that is just like against the grain, you know. Mm-hmm. And I still think, in a way, you still you still are right. Yeah. Like you're you're still doing something that's really not the norm for society. Like we're we're watching this huge resurgence in pop punk and like emo music, and yeah, it's weird. And and I I fucking hate saying this, but a lot of people are saying it's because of Machine Gun Kelly and seeing all the oh, shit that he's doing. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I I know it's not a cool statement, and it's not something that's awesome. But th- if you think about it, like like he's put. Like he's put pop punk in front of a main a mainstream audience, right? Right. Like whether you think that he's doing it good or not, whether you think that he should be doing it or not, the fact remains that he's put this music in front of people who would have never listened to it before. Fair. And <clears throat> love it or hate it, now there's like this even bigger boost and resurgence for. I mean, like. I never would have thought that we'd be getting Hawthorne Heights albums coming back. I never thought that we'd be getting like all these reunions of these emo bands that are like huge, you know? Yeah. People are like excited about it. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, like we've, we've firsthand watched Pure Noise grow, you know, from literally nothing to the biggest, like arguably one of the biggest, you know, what would we classify alternative hardcore punk labels in the world? I mean, yeah, just rock labels. They have everything. Yeah. Uh, and, and, <clears throat> you know, and that was like hugely based on like Jake's love of pop punk. Yeah. You know, and now I, I can only imagine that like the bands that are, there's so many good bands on pure noise now that like with this now, emergence of pop punk and everything in the eyes of people all those bands are going to benefit from it yeah you know so it's wild to me it's wild crazy crazy times <laughs> things are weird things are weird man <clears throat> um all right cool next question uh this comes from max uh being in two bands of different genres what crowd do you prefer performing in front of in terms of energy and what gets the different crowds going. All right. So this isn't like a knock to like my punk band, but like it also there's very, it's just if for me personally, I'm gonna I'll take my bands out of it. Yeah. I think hardcore shows are way more fun than punk rock shows. That's fair. Hardcore show, hardcore shows done well, especially real hardcore shows though. Yeah. Like where, where it's like, People go to the hardcore shows to see these bands, and they're there to stage dive. They're there to like, yeah, like it's like, like it's sing along, fun, trouty. Yeah. Even if, even if it's violent, whatever. Stage dives, high fives. Yeah, um, like that kind of energy. I think is, I I just think it's unmatched. You know, what makes like the punk the punk rock experience for me now? It just be like it's like nostalgia. Like I lose. Like I, it's crazy to me. I forget how much of like a fan I am of like bands like. No effects, MXPX, strung out. Like, cause when I see them, I'm like completely, I definitely forget where I'm at. 
but it's like, it's just a whole different experience. But I guess the question is performing. So performing, it's a hundred percent. No bragging rights. It's the hardcore. Yeah. It's the interactive. Like I love, you know, I had all these like little nicks and cuts on my hands and I had forgotten about, I was like, Oh yeah, that, <laughs> I forget that happens, you know, people grabbing. Yeah. But, um, you know, I love that, you know, um, and you know, granted Burner State, it's, it's such a new, it's such a new band. So like, it's still getting to that point, but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, at the last Burner State show, uh, at, at oh, DBA yeah. in Pomona, there yeah, were, there were people like, you know, getting rowdy and, and singing along and stuff. That's yeah. cool. Um, but it's just different. Like it's, it's like not, it's not really fair to compare those bands. Yeah. You know, they're, I love I love Burner State a lot. Like it's so much, it's so much fun for me to perform with Burner State. It's just different with NBR, and I got to re- I was reminded of that, you know, a couple weeks ago. But yeah. What was the second half of that question? <clears throat> uh, what crowd do you prefer performing in front of in terms of energy, and what gets the different crowds going? I think just yelling circle pit <laughs> for punk rock. Is it fucking circle pit? And then, I don't know, some mosh call for <laughs> hardcore. But what about yours? I feel like yours are extreme. <laughs> uh, so it's funny because we keep mentioning the diamonds thing on this show, but I don't think we've ever actually discussed it. I think it's time. So <clears throat> um, I play I play in a band currently called Torture Culture. It's a hardcore band. And I used to play in a band called Creative Void, which is also a hardcore band. Um, Creative Void was more positive. Torch Culture is more pissed. Mm. After Creative Void ended, there was this there's this period of time where I wanted to still do music, but I didn't want to um, essentially rely on five people getting together to make it happen. Right? Like I was trying to figure out what I could do. And when I was a kid growing up in Atlanta. <clears throat> um, like really, really close friends of mine, like my brother, Brian, taught me so much about like recording and like working in the studio, making beats. And I, I grew up on hip hop. Um, and back then I could not rap. I could not freestyle. I could not do anything. I would just like everything I did was ended with day and rhymed with AK. And that was it. <laughs> right. Um, but then I, I was trying to figure out something to do on my own. And I just kind of started making beats and rapping for a while. And then that eventually, um, somebody had given me the nickname Mikey diamonds because they ran into me somewhere and saw that I had like the diamond gauges in my ear. And I used to have like, I've let them close up, but I used to have way bigger gauges. Right. I, I remember that diamonds in there. And then somebody called me Mikey diamonds and it just kind of stuck. It wasn't a name that I was like a thousand percent fond of. Was it Williams? No, no. <laughs> Surprisingly, um, King of nicknames. but then it like just, it just stuck. And then that became like the project that I was working on. So I just fell into like, I, at the time I was surrounded by a, like a big group of people who were all into like freestyling and, rap. and so like, we just literally have people come over to the house and <clears throat> put beats on. Martin was even involved. We'd make beats and like people would just rap and freestyle. And it would just be this thing where you would you just be rapping and then you just pass it off to the next person. They pick up right where you left off. And like, it sounds wild just to think about it, but like really it starts to make your brain work faster and faster because you're just around people and you don't Mm -hmm. want to say the same shit all the time. (laughs) So 
Mikey Diamonds became like an actual project. Like there, like I put out a, a, a couple mixtapes. Like there's an EP out there floating around somewhere. There's music videos. Um, and what sucks is he was doing a lot of his live performances while NBR was still like heavily touring. So he yeah. missed. Yeah. So I'd be like, you guys would be in some random state playing a show, a hardcore show, and I'd be like doing a show with Busy Bone at the uh, <laughs> at the Universal City Walk. <laughs> like. Um, so yeah, like we, and, uh, and so the, the differences in the crowd, like I obviously like I've, I, I'll always love rock and roll. I always love hardcore music. Cause that's where the energy is to me. Like, I feel like that's same thing. Like it doesn't, there's nothing to match like people coming up and like trying to take the mic and sing songs with you or mm -hmm. like, you know, people like piling on top of each other, stage dives, you know, like just mm -hmm. bringing everybody in circle pits, all that shit. And like, I had this conversation with Andrew this weekend. He's like, you like being like right on the floor and like with people in your face. I'm like, dude, like from like, even from the very beginning with creative void, <clears throat> I remember Jake telling us like, yo, today we're gonna play on the floor and me being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. And then we played on the floor and I was like, oh, this is it. This is, I, I get this. Like, you know, I used to play on the floor <laughs> until I got knocked out. Um, so yeah. So to me, I'm all like, give me as much mic cable as you can give me. That's how far out I'm going. <laughs> like, that's just, give me a wireless. Like that's one thing about the hip hop shows. Like they give you a wireless mic. And I was the guy that was like, like the stage is here and I'm over there on the bar. Like I'm on top of the bar, like rapping, like I'm like jumping around. Like I tried to bring a lot of the hardcore show energy to the hip hop shows, but it didn't sometimes didn't translate, <laughs> you know? Um, and like, it, like with the hip hop shows, it's more about like just kind of getting people hyped up, getting people involved. Like you drop the beat a lot and like, you know, hold on, run that shit back. You know, like just, like we need to get everybody high. We need to get everybody moving. You know, whatever. Um, and uh, such a different world. It's such a different <laughs> world. It, like, and I remember having to get used to. Um, there's no longer a band around me to riff off of, right? Like, I, I legit had all you. I had a hype man. <laughs> like, I had to have a hype man on stage with me to just help. Like, who's your hype man? Uh, my buddy Evan. Evan was a, you know, and he wasn't the best hype man. I'll tell him that on camera <laughs> right now because he would get so high that he'd just be standing back there like, yeah, yeah. And he's like this six foot tall, like, you know, dude, that's just, you know, having a good time. But <clears throat> yeah. So like the, the differences are definitely a little more drastic, but it was fun, man. It was, it was a lot of fun. And it, I think, I think that the hip hop shows made me think more in a weird way because I like it wasn't just me or it was just me. It was literally just you. So I had to like be more cognizant of everything that I was doing. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> and there was no guitar in front of me to yeah, like, dude, no. you know, block me out or anything. It was just, mm -hmm. yeah. It was I, fun though. I think the only reason I was able to do emo nights cause there was like a full, like the stage was full. It's <laughs> like nine people on stage. So yeah, you went up there fully expecting to stand behind the DJ booth. hundred percent. hundred percent. Here's my next song. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks, Max. Hope that answered your question. Uh, also from Max, is there a topic that you haven't written a song about yet, and what would it be? Mm. Um. Man, that's hard. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what like. 
topics. See, my thing when I write, I like, there's, there's certain topics that I want to write about. And what's fun for me is trying to find a different angle to write about that yeah. or a perspective that hasn't been done. Um, like, um, I don't know. So going back to like how my band, the bands that I'm in tend to be serious. <laughs> like it'd be fun to have like sport themed songs for me. That would be fun. Sport themed as in like, um, like about like writing about the angels or as in like, we're going to write like a football chant, you know? No, like a song would be, I guess it'd be about the angels or just the process of like preparing for like baseball. Why can't like you write game. about that? I can, but it, I don't know. I don't know how to make it work for NBR. I think at one point I tried. Uh, the closest I've ever gotten is I've just given like song titles, like The Prospect. Yeah. Which, I mean. You have a breakdown like, I can't feel my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a fork and have me start. <laughs> just a song about baseball, funny like baseball lingo. Dude, we'll, we'll write that song. Right. We'll, we'll, write some, we'll write some riffs. We'll right. write some jams. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, I don't know what topics that I haven't, at least for me that like, I'd want to write about that I haven't. Um, I don't think I've written like a straight, like love song. I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> like I for have. my bands, I'm thinking about for like my bands. <laughs> like I've written a straight love song and that was the last thing I put out on my last project. <laughs> <laughs> the one for the video? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, I mean, there's, I guess there's, to I don't know, topics that I haven't really, that I would like to write about. I have an answer for this. Okay. I would write about my dad's story. Mm. Um, because, but the only reason I haven't is because most people don't know it. Like he's very private mm. about his life. Um, <clears throat> And like, I've always had it as a goal of mine to get him on a podcast or a show and for us to talk about everything. Um, cause we've had that conversation once and, uh, it was like super, super eye opening. Um, but I think if I could get him to tell it in his words and then I would write a song about it after, cool. after he tells it in his words, um, because it, I, obviously it would be different from me, coming from me, right. um, as opposed to it coming from him. Dude, that's, that'd be sick. I got to do a small little piece of that with, that's what Cycles was, just hearing my dad's take on, you know, growing up in an abusive environment and choosing to not be. Like, that was huge for me. That was like, that was insane. That's just a small little piece of of his life. Um, good question, good question, Max. <clears throat> and then another from Max. If there's one song you can bring back live from Because You Believe, what would it be? Um, man, I don't know. Probably. So this is kind of a weird one because, like, I think, I don't know. I don't doubt anyone, not many people even know that album. I really, really like New Year's for Roses. Not just because I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like for me, that's such a fun 
like it was like the last bit of like MBR being a punk band. Yeah. And it was like the last, it shouldn't have been on there. That broken bottles probably shouldn't have been on there. Um, I really liked broken bottles a lot. Broken bottles is fun. Um, smoke signals actually, Ooh, smoke signals would have been fun. I would, I would still do smoke. That'd be rough. (laughs) (laughs) I actually just pulled up the, the The track list track list. So, I mean, we know the answer to this right now uh, is obviously Sad Panda. Sad Panda would be the one that I think people would recognize. But so let's see, we got because you believe, Broken Bottles, I'll talk no heart. I'll talk no heart. I feel like could do we could do now live yeah. and, and it it wouldn't be that weird. More than just goodbye. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Settle for stainless steel. New use for roses. Sad Panda. Race truck. The day you left. <laughs> I see you. Faith is foe. <laughs> Letters like, to no one. That part was Christian. I was like, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Letters to no one and smoke signals. I don't know. I guess for me, smoke signals and no use for roses. One of those would be for me. I'd want to do back because they're fun. Yeah, and like I like them. Like, but I feel like Sad Panda would probably be the one that we'd this, have to play this has nothing to do with because you believe but i was just looking at these song titles mm-hmm. and it just reminded me of when you know you were pre-pro doing pre-pro for this most recent ep and then you were like yeah so we're either thinking about calling this song this or this and i remember the first name you gave me was like this really long title and i was like yeah that's a very nbr name <laughs> <laughs> that that name's definitely a very no bragging rights name and you were like i wonder what the title was i forget i forget what it was uh, but it was one of the it was one of the first three songs, so it would have either been it was an alternate title for either Strength's perspective, um, or what were the other two that we uh, did? It was Strength's perspective, break uh, breaking point, breaking or point. Uh, maybe stages. I don't think it was stage. Maybe it was stages. Yeah. But it was a different name. The five the five stages of grief. <laughs> Just <a> straight. <clears throat> Um, Wait. So we did strange perspective, walking blind, and we did stages because I remember that's when I that's when I found my scream. Yeah, you're right. Stages had a different name. Yeah, stages had a different name. Oh, what was it? But yeah, I hate, I hate naming songs. I hate naming my naming bands. I hate naming <laughs> album titles. I hate naming yeah, like. I'm proud of some of the ones I've come up with. It's really rare that I am. But like, I thought like the Concrete Flower was cool. Concrete and then was I was cool. so happy that it could also translate to an album because that's one less thing I have to think about. <laughs> um, let's go back. I want to go back on some song titles here. Oh, okay. So let's look at Illuminator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Beautiful and Spineless. Fun name. That's cool. <laughs> like that, that, uh, that was an idea for this, for an album title. Yeah. Sixth and Main, we uh, that's for the showcase theater in Corona. Legendary, weeding out the week. Mm-hmm. Ceasefire interlude. Wait, weeding out the week is one of my favorite choruses, and one of my favorite outros. I won't oh, let this yeah. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Illuminator, Empire disarray. It's a fun song. To the play prospect, with. blind faith, recognition. Recognition, one of our, one of my favorite songs that we've never. Well, I think we've played it once. Yeah, we played it once. 
And they threatened us with fire. Fun one. <laughs> Death like of an era. Long ass title. <laughs> Death of an era. Death of an era, fun one. All right, let's see. What's next? Consequence of Dream. Death of an Era, I think, was also in the runnings for an album title. Consequence of Dream. Setting the tone to the people I consider cowards. Mm. A shot to end this all. Becoming the arsonist. That's a cool name. The Consequence of Dreams. Home Away from Home. I feel like you phoned that one in. <laughs> Dude, I'm laughing at some of these titles because like, they're literally like... I'm just... Yeah, um, I, I just I yeah. But you guys don't you guys like I'm not being like oh yeah I don't like naming no I no. <laughs> fucking hate naming shit. Um, Ode to Logan that was a good one. Probably, I'd probably that one. Constant probably. distance. Also, there's three. There's a, there's an original version of Ode to Logan that we recorded at. Uh, do you remember Rich Bruce? No. Yeah. Well, Rich Bruce. I'm surprised that name just came out. That might be wrong, but I think that like is his name. But we recorded an EP with him. No, 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 sorry, not EP. Any, uh, just demos, three demos, to see if we wanted to record our album with him. Mm. And then when we were like, ah, oh, nah, I think we'll pass, kind of thing. I, think I have those demos. Do you? I think so, dude. If you do, please send it to me. We gotta go through the list. There's a that lot. that version of uh, oh no, maybe I don't. No, no, no. I, have, I have later ones. Oh well, yeah. Anyway, uh, constant distance. Neil, you traitor. I got that tattooed on me. Yeah. Weirdly. But not weirdly. I don't know. Deadliest of Lies. It's good. It's a good title. Uh, Concrete Flower. Concrete Flower. Strength Through Struggle. Always one of the hardest titles for me to say. <laughs> strength. 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 <laughs> strength Through Struggle. Uh, the Concrete Flower. Outdated. Still one of my favorite MBR songs. <clears throat> Right-minded. Named by Martin. What? Martin named right-minded. Yeah. Oh. Bottoms up. That was a phone-in for sure. <laughs> uh, Fallen Masters. Attention. Attention. That was kind of like... I don't, why don't I not remember that song? What song was that? It's like two seconds. It's a song about military suicides. Hmm. Brave Hearts. Good song. Downhearted. And then Damage Recover. So attention and downhearted and advent of change were on the list for uh, tough love, but we cut them off because of time. Because of time. <clears throat> um, then cycles, advent of change, hope theory, appraisals and emissions, cycles, not my salvation, legacy, fight for my life, repeater, the prequel, and ascensions. Um, the advent of change was what I wanted the album title to be, but cycles. So cycles, we just thought we have more like things to do. And one of them, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it'd be so cool to be like a, like a washing machine. <laughs> like the thought of it is why it didn't become that. But that's what I, in my mind, I'm like, dude, that'd be sick. We do this and that. And I think everybody's like, that's cool. Like, you know, nah. let's let's see what else we can do. <clears throat> and then, um, of course, no bragging rights. Uh, strengths perspective. Do you know what the prequel is? The prequel to hmm. the prequel is the pre is the prequel to Unafraid to Burn. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, not that anyone cares, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's what the reference is for. Is from uh, Strengths perspective. Walking blind. Breaking point. 
stages, the weight, regret, and unapologetic. Did I miss a did I miss a record? I think just singles, right? Yeah, it's singles after that. Or the, e, the EP and Anime of a Martyr. Passion for fashion. <laughs> Dude. Heads of Fire. And Anime of a Martyr is, I think it was a cool title. Anatomy of a Martyr is cool. Heads of Fire, Breaking the Fourth Wall, Courage at Sea, Rise of Kings. Dude, to contest and conquer. Paul's Lament. Was the contest and conquer the song that I used to get up on stage yeah. before? Yep. Green Street Hooligans. Fuck yeah. We had a whole album based on different martyrs. Yeah. But then I was like, but this song, <laughs> but this song is, I don't know. Yeah. Green Street Hooligans. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking sick. <clears throat> All right. So let's, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> um, that was random, but fun. That was random, but it's our show. We do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maximus asks one more. <laughs> we already know the answer to this, but what is a band that you've played with that you feel is criminally underrated? <laughs> <laughs> or is that going to be funny? Like I answer, I give like an answer that's probably not going to be what Mike thinks, but then like it's edited out and it's Mike dubbed <laughs> it over. It just says torture culture. Torture culture. <laughs> Create a void. Um, criminally underrated. Oh man, there's a ton. You guys have played with a lot of good bands. Yeah. That, that, a lot yeah. of good bands. Um, I'm trying to think of bands that like, cause I feel like if you've, if you've headlined for us, then I don't think, or you know what I mean? I feel like then. Yeah. I, I think it would have to be bands that, that you either played with like on you guys' self headlining tours. Mm -hmm. or, you know, criminally underrated. Um, so I feel bad for motives mm -hmm. from Ohio, um, because their album came out and then the pandemic happened oh. and I felt like their album was solid and I felt like it was going to do a lot of great things for them. Um, so that's one, um, no home is, is one because Craig, uh, I don't think people realize what he, what he's able to do with his voice. And he's actually really cut back on the clean side of his singing because like they're just they're heavier music, and he's focused more on like like the streaming side. But Craig has like an incredible voice, like and he and live too. Uh, we actually met Craig like years ago in Coos Bay, and their their band like and you know I feel bad saying this whatever, like he's been in bad bands. Yeah. But his voice just carried him. Yeah. And, and it's like one of those things that it kind of, it was always like such a bummer because like he'd ask us like, hey, what do you think? And I'm like, I was being honest. I'm like, dude, you are solid. Like you are good. But you guys just don't like write good music or like you're just not like it's yeah. like, that's the other thing too. Like people, if you want to know my opinion on your stuff, like I'll give it to you. Like sometimes it might hurt sometimes. Yeah. But it'll be honest. Yeah. But I felt like it doesn't well, come from a place of malice yeah like we just got like we've had some some good criticism i felt and i've always been i've always and i've always appreciated when people were like like you know hey like your courses aren't like it <laughs> like, <laughs> or like you're too wordy on like some of your courses you know they'd hit better if they didn't do this or that you know and stuff like that like i took to heart and i was like okay cool like i'll yeah like i'll look into you know 
I think I mentioned this before, but for those of guys, for those of you who don't know, uh, originally Martin uh, was a member of Torture Culture. He played drums in the band. And when I came in, when I came into it, I was just like, <clears throat> I'm just gonna do what I did on the old Creative Void records, right? <laughs> so I recorded, and Martin was like, you know, like, um, it would be like, well, is there a way that you can like? Is there a way that you can not sound like you? <laughs> and I was like, what? Verbatim Martin quote. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, the way that you scream, can you not do that? And I was like, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, yeah, just like you to try, like, try something different. And I fought it at first. I fought it and I fought it and I fought it. And then eventually I, I don't, I don't want to say I gave in. I just like, as we kept going, you, you you took you you. I took, found a balance. Yeah, you you took his note, and then you found something that's that's definitely, I think, a lot more authentic for what you're for, especially for this. Like this, it fits perfect for what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, sometimes that criticism, you know, sometimes you don't want to hear it. But so just remember what you heard just that one time. Remember, I've had Martin in my band for a while. So. <laughs> oh no no, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. It's good. It's good though. I feel like, especially with like music or anything, if you're wanting to get better, like it sucks to hear stuff like, like my, my, I'd always get so bummed out when like, so, okay. NBR has gotten so much better at like whenever they don't like something, then they'll, they'll give, they'll give something. Right. That's like something I feel like it took us time where it's like, don't just like poo poo an idea. Like, unless you have something to say. Yeah. Don't shit on it. Offer some sort of like, yeah. And so, like, you know, there'd be something where I'd be, you know, like, and anyone who writes will understand this, you know, I'll spend, like, hours just on one part, like, you know, the chorus or whatever, and I'm, like, and I finally get it to where, like, I'm, like, oh, this is sick, and I bring it, and the guys are, like, uh, no, like, don't, don't do that, like, do, you know, or, like, I don't know, I don't, I'm not. Hey, can you not go high on this note? Yeah, can you, like, can you, like, uh, can you change the lyrics for that part, or can you I'm like, yeah, I didn't just spend all fucking night <laughs> freaking, you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. so like, but I got, once I, once I like, yeah, I think our band communicates really well now. And I think my attitude, a lot of it for, on my end, I feel like I'm just more like, I'm happy to hear stuff. Yeah. Um, I think you've gotten older and you've gotten more like receptive to that type of thing. Yeah. You know? I want to know if it's like, okay, if this isn't it, then, then we'll try something else. Uh, Cause I've, I also feel like now that that means they have confidence that you can do better. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, which, you know, also strayed away from the path. I <laughs> see what I did there. Um, on the question of what is a band that you've played with that you feel is currently underrated. Um, that's a tough one for me. I don't know. I'd have to really think about that. I, I actually know I do have one from way, way back in the day was, um, I feel like destroy the runner was very underrated. Mm, good. I feel good like, I feel like destroy the runner should have been way bigger than they, they were. Yeah. Um, man. Well, I guess in a weird way, even though they started to get, yeah, started to get success later on, you know, I guess would be let live even though they really started to really, mm -hmm. but for a long time, like <clears throat> the, it, it, 
It's weird that not many people knew who they were based on how incredible they were live. Yeah, their live performance alone just like shit on everybody else that would be on shows with them. Yeah. Our MBR is different because of them. Like, just, just, this is going to sound so, like, just kind of dumb. But I don't post up too much. I don't think. At least in my mind, it was after touring with Let Live, I like made it a conscious point to like not like stand in one spot. Yeah. Like I move, I go pace around and stuff, but like in my mind, I'm like, dude, when you'll never be Jason. So like, I didn't even attempt to like think of like, maybe I should learn how to do backflips and shit or like fly off of like, like driving to trash cans on stage or like strip down to my underwear and then do a backflip off the wall. Like I'm not going to do that shit. That's just not me. Yeah. But for myself, you know, I was like, you know what? I can keep things interesting by at least like not being stuck in one spot. Yeah. Like move around. So that was kind of a lot of that, you know, dude, just watching Let Live just destroy every night. Every night. Never a bad show. All right. <clears throat> uh, vinyl, cassette, or CD? It's a funny screenshot. <laughs> I've just been looking over like the, my freaking, <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know, uh, the cool answer is vinyl, but I'm going to say CD. It, yeah. Out of the three, it's just the most efficient. Mo- yeah, yeah. And it's what I grew up on. Yeah. I mean, I liked cassettes, but let's be real. You yeah. don't have to fast forward. No, it was frustrating. The song that you liked. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> I told my Mortal Kombat story. <laughs> I love that song so much. I was like, I'm going to put it again on the other side. Um, <clears throat> all right. Don't know if you have any, but if you were to ever get a tattoo, what would it be? applies to you because i'm already tattooed yeah so i don't have any tattoos um the tattoo i wanted to get was going to be for my grandmother when she passed away and i still remember exactly what it was going to be and this is what I, I was talking about this uh earlier and i was saying how like i feel like there's a time where i would have probably been a little like oh this is very from like like mid-2000s and then now i think it would, i would have been more of like yeah this is but it, I wanted it to be like a tombstone, but to have like rays and like like a lot of like uh, greenery, like breaking through it and stuff, and to have it be more than just goodbye, because that's a song for my grandmother. Um, and what else did I want? Yeah, I wanted it to be tombstone with like a lot of light coming through it. So I didn't want it to be like that gloomy. I wanted it to be like almost like a yeah. I don't know, but. Yeah, I think I can get that as a painting and be just just as happy, <laughs> just as happy with it, as, other than uh, having it on my body. So. What if what if we what if we did this, Mike? What if we did this? What if we said and we set a goal that this podcast, right? Everybody pushes and promotes this podcast. Everybody tells their friends about it, and we get up to. It needs to be high because five thousand subscribers. 5,000. That doesn't seem very high to me. To me right now, it seems very high. 25,000 subscribers. 25,000. I just said five because I felt it was so attainable that you would get a tattoo. I know. Well, <laughs> okay. What if this podcast gets up to 50,000 subscribers? 50,000? 50,000 subscribers, and then I will pay for your first tattoo. Would you do it? Oh man, because I know at this point you've gone so long and you have such a clean—I've gone so long—canvas and body that like, 
you know. At a hundred thousand, I would. A hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. I would. Hundred thousand subscribers. And then you get a neck blast. I don't know if I get a neck blast or hands. <laughs> First tattoo, just get your hands done. <laughs> My knuckles. Um, hundred thousand. Hundred thousand, I'd get a tattoo, like a decent one. A hundred thousand. We got a long way. <laughs> I know. Well, I've gone a long time without getting a tattoo. That's fair. All right. It feels like such a waste. But then it wouldn't because like, no, actually knowing myself, I'd probably be so vain that I would have probably worked out just so I could like wear like a sleeveless shirt or something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, from our boy, Chris. Uh, so now we can get it. This is a kind of mental health question. It's kind of, um, if someone's struggling with depression or anxiety, how would one approach a friend to ask for help with feeling like they, without feeling like they are a burden or the fear of being laughed at. So this one is, this one hits me. This will always hit me because I feel like, I feel like my buddy will that passed. Um, I, I almost feel like he didn't want to like talk to me because I felt like he, he probably thought it was a burden to me, which sucks. And so, um, just, I would say like, uh, you're not a burden, like who cares? And if you, and if you are a burden, if, so if you, if you talk to somebody and they treat you like you're a burden, then they're, I don't think they're your friends or they shouldn't be in your life in the first place, or at least hold a, a position in your life where you feel like you should talk to them. Cause like, I don't know, or to get laughed at. I, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know yeah, everyone's circle of friends. That doesn't sound like a friend though. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it all, I think, you know, maybe it's just in, I, I know it's hard. I understand. I understand the, the seriousness of how hard it is to like talk or like even share, but like, like you're not a burden to some, like you can't, like you're not. And, and if you, if you like put yourself out there and you, and you, and you share this and you get like laughed at by your friend, not your friend. Yeah. Like, I agree. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't know again for myself. And this, this made me have to like really like the whole thing with my buddy will like it, like I say this all the time, but it really made me like have to look at myself because you know, I just felt like, again, it felt like it was on my watch. I was so, I was so, it, 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 I made it very, I was very selfish about it because I made it about me. I was just like, you know, why didn't he come in? Why didn't he come in? Uh, why didn't he come to me? Why didn't he tell me that he was going through this? Why didn't he, you know, all this stuff instead of me, you know, should, I should have probably maybe looking back on it, whether signs, you know, that whole thing, I went through all that. Um, and so I just try to make myself, which is why I do what I do, which is why I say what I say on stage, which is a lot of, you know, you know, different posts I put, you know, I, I want to be, I want it to be known that you can come to me. Like I try to make that as clear as possible now in my life for myself, for my press, you know? And so I, I feel bad if you, if someone really feels like they will get laughed at if they try to approach somebody or tell them that they're going through something or they're feeling a certain way. Um, 
if anyone feels that, if someone truly feels they're going to go through that, I would, I would almost challenge it and just say, you know, do it. And if you get laughed at, then that's a great indicator that that is not your friend. Cut him out. That is not someone who cares about you. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between getting laughed at and then maybe somebody just doesn't know how to react to that because it's so, like, there's like that you know, the nervous laugh. Um, you know, really quick, one of the one of the, something that kind of stuck with me was there was a pastor that used to come into the Daily Brew, and he was so high energy, and he was a walking, like, youth pastor basically. Like yeah. he looked, he had the the really trendy glasses. He dressed really nice. He had really cool hair. Super positive, super outgoing. Everyone knew who he was when he came in. And I remember we had talked, we talked in the past before about music. And then when he had checked out no bragging rights and saw that we were about mental health, he was like, he literally came over and he was just like, he's like, dude, I checked out your band. That's crazy. Like you guys talk about mental health. Like, dude, that's so wow. He's like, dude, I suffer from severe depression. Like crazy. I know. I know it's crazy. Like crazy depression. And he was like laughing. He was like laughing about it. Yeah. And so like it's a coping and, mechanism. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, really you? And he's like, dude, I'm all about that, man. We should do something in the, in, in the past or in the past. We should do something like in the future. This and that. And I was like, yeah, you do totally. And then like two weeks later, he took his life. Fuck. And so like, I was like, I was almost like laughing cause he was kind of laughing too. And he was sharing that. But at the same time, it was also very serious. And I was not, you know, I thought it was cool that he would share that. And I was just blown away that somebody like him would, ha- would he be experiencing that, you know? And so again, I just, I hope, I hope anyone who thinks that like, if that's even like, if that's a thought in your mind, like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm going to be embarrassed or going to laugh. Like I would just do it. You know, you, I think you'll surprise yourself. And I think, I think you'd be surprised with, you know, I think you might, you might find that you might have like someone who's willing to help you, you know? Um, and especially if they're a friend of yours, they're a good friend. I would imagine they'd want to, they'd want to support you, you know, even if they don't know how they, I'm sure they, you know, you guys can figure that out together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, what is supporting me look like? <laughs> what, what would that look like? You know? So, Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, man, I, um, yeah, I don't really have much else to add to that, really. That's, you know, I, I think that if, you know, if you are dealing with a situation like that, that where you don't have somebody to talk to, you don't have anybody to go to, um, and, you know, if for any reason you don't want to seek out therapy or, you know, like, talk to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, we're not licensed. We're not professionals. We're not, you know, but really good at listening. Good at listening. We can point you to. Yeah. And we can help. point you in the direction of friends of ours who are, who are yeah certified at this. You know what I mean? Um, who are professionals in this. Yeah. That's, um, and that's the, been the fun thing. Like, like I know people now, you know what I mean? That's like, Hey, hit up this person or contact this group. So. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, and then Chris had one more question, uh, that he sent over to me. Um, he said, he's a question I didn't get to ask. <clears throat> Do you think medicine helps with depression or does it just numb 
and then make things worse once you stop taking them. Mm. Mm, I, so I've, so I've come, I've had a really weird journey with medication and depression. So, uh, cause I've kind of, I've gone like on extremes of it where I've been like, I've thought of it as being something detrimental more than helpful. And then I've also had my mind changed cause I've seen it help other people. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think it can be helpful. Um, but I also think you should be doing other things along with it and not making that your main source of like, I need this or else I'm not gonna feel better. Right. You know? Um, I think I like just today talking with somebody, you know, about talking, like doing, um, you know, putting, uh, like bringing something, some, uh, uh, physical activity into your life. It doesn't have to be crazy. People don't have to go overboard where it's like, Oh, for my mental health, I'm going to start powerlifting. It's yeah. like, you don't have to do that. Just walk. Or I'm going to start, I'm going to start running five miles. Like you don't have to do that. You could just, yeah, just walk something. Um, just adding little things into your life. Uh, diet, you know, whatever you get diagnosed with, you know, you can look online and see like what kind of things, you know, what, there's certain things that could be a deficiency for like, you know, I don't, you don't get enough serotonin or, or you don't have enough. Um, I don't know. There's different things you can do and different foods provide at least a little bit of a push in that. And so there's things you can do along with your medication that I think, I think would be helpful. Um, you know, but I don't know. I, like I said, I used to be pretty, I've gone both ways on this. And where I'm at now, I think medication can be helpful. And, but I just really would encourage you or whoever to, you know, do stuff along with it. Don't just rely solely on medication, you know, find things, find activities, hobbies, something to like help you deal with whatever you're going through or just things that kind of help enhance like your life, you know, brings things that bring you joy. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I kind of, um, <clears throat> I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, you know, I've, I've been around so many people who have developed dependencies on medications mm -hmm. and, and drugs and things like that. Even not just speaking of, you know, um, depression medication or anxiety medication, but I think that there's a definite, like there's a definite positive to it as long as it's being taken in conjunction with, you know, like you said, things like physical activity, things yeah. like therapy. Um, and then also not looking at medication as like a cure all understanding that it's something to help assist you, um, you know, in, in, um, in like bettering your life. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that, I think what a lot of people do is they medicate themselves as a way to, um, just deal with it in the moment, but they don't take the time to understand why they're feeling the way they are or what may have been the cause or like, you know, understand how to cope and how to deal with the things, you know, <clears throat> outside of the medication. You know, sometimes it, it you know, the medication is just what you need, mm -hmm. but there has to be more to it to understand why it's what you need, right. you know, um, yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're on medication, like ask 
and see like yeah what is this helping what is this what what, what this do, do i have yeah what do i have a deficiency in or what do i have or what what, what is it, what am my body naturally over over producing that is making me be like this you know that's that stuff you should be able to ask your pharmacist or doctor you know or even <laughs> look online or you know um they do have uh you know they do have like nurses and doctors and pharmacists that are available for um medication questions right i mean i work for a healthcare organization and we have a line specifically for medication questions cool and for asking you know like what does this do what's you know whether it's explanations of what the medication is for or what it's going to treat or what it's going to do you can ask all of those questions you can find out exactly what you're taking and why and what it's doing and what it's meant to do to your body what it's going to elevate what's what's it going to suppress what's it going to you know affect um so that's something that you guys have the opportunity to do you know like and i'd say be wary of just googling shit um be careful yeah, you do, know, do what Mike said. That's awesome. <laughs> even if you haven't even like taken, started taking it, you yeah. just questions. Like, that'd be cool to ask and find out. And and a lot of times when you're you're working with a psychologist um, or you're working with somebody who is prescribing the medications to you, they should be versed enough to tell you yeah. what this medication is going to do for you. Um, you know, so it's you know you have every right and to know. Yeah, know what you're putting in your body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that is it. That's our questions. Sick. Uh, so we are going to be, like I said, we're working on a lot. We always say this, but we're, we're working on making the show better. Uh, what we want to do is we're going to try and keep these episodes a little more short, a little more concise so that we're not like rambling for two and a half hours. Um, and, you know, we want you guys to send in your questions. We want you guys to send in. I Like, you know what? What I want to do this week is I want... I want to hear some wins. Yeah. Dude. Like, cause I feel like lately, like we've been talking about a lot of like, even in our own mental health checks, like the shit that mm -hmm. we're struggling with, but like, I want to hear some W's dude. Like I want like, yeah, anything drop promotion. Yeah. Freaking. I want to hear about the fucking beer league home run that you hit last week. I want to hear about job promotions. I want to hear about like finally landing that kickflip. Like I want to hear all of it, dude. Yeah. Like give us some, like right now, we, I need I need all the positivity. Yeah, I, need, I need victories. That's like yeah. on the way here because like little, little victories. Yeah. Um, yeah, send it in uh, at walkingblindpod at gmail .com. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Mike is always on the TikTok these days. Yeah, it, um, and please interact with us. Like, write us questions yeah. on there. Comment on there. Um, you know, we're trying to be more. Dude, okay, I'm saying this now. This this is and Mike can do this too. On TikTok, if you write a comment on any of our videos, we'll respond. I will video respond. I'm doing that with MBR, and it's like it's helped a lot. <laughs> but we don't get many questions on the walking block TikTok. Yeah, we're we you know I don't we're not, we haven't really built up the platform as much, but yeah, yeah. we we also you know uh, we want to. Mike's going to be doing some live streams. Yeah, um, on YouTube. On YouTube. Uh, we're going to be kind of pushing things towards that channel and pushing things towards those social medias because yeah. we want to, we want to, we want to build a community more than anything else. Like, you know, with the discord, with, you know, uh, the YouTube channel, yeah. um, dude, I, I, you know, like I've been on the YouTube and the comments are, are great on there. Like we I have fun. 
reading through what you guys are saying. And if you have a response to anything that we're, we're saying on the episodes, like somebody, somebody outside of the, like the YouTube and podcast and everything came to me like personally and was like, did you really agree with Will Smith's laughing Chris <laughs> Rock? And I was like, yo, like when I was on the show, it was my immediate first yeah, reaction yeah. just to seeing it. And I was like, you know, I have a different take on it now after seeing everything yeah. and really seeing what's going on. I go, but I want you guys to reach out to us and let yeah. us know, like if you don't agree with with things, like, or if we say something that you're like, no, 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 that's not right. Or uh, yeah. I don't think so. You know, Or how you would answer. I know there's some questions that are pretty direct towards, you know, band stuff, but like yeah. anything else, like I'd love to hear you guys' response. Like how would you answer what I just said? Like the last yeah. question we had. Tell me I'm a dickhead for macing my girlfriend, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so funny. Uh, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, we, we want to talk to you guys, you know. And like I said, this week I want to hear, I want to hear about the W's. I want to hear about the wins. Yeah, like even, dude, even if you're our homie and we talk every day, I still want you to send in your wins. Yeah, because, you, like, you know, I say this, like people can, you know, I have friends that they, I know their, I know their story. Yeah. I'm like, dude, share it here. That way other people can see it or hear it. I'm going to call names out on this episode. I want I want a win from Ty. Ooh. I want a win from Jesse. Okay. I want a win from Andrew. There you go. Let's go. You know, Let's go I want a win Andrew. from from everybody. Mm. Everybody. I want to I want to hear something cool, something positive. Hopefully they watch this episode. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just tag them. We'll just keep tagging them in our yeah. stuff. <laughs> just include them in everything. Uh, we'll even clip we'll clip this. Okay. Yeah. We'll clip this. Mike will clip this. I won't clip this. I'll clip it. Getting yeah, I have some. I got. I gotta get. I gotta get back on track. I have like anyway. Yeah, videos of my brother and I had shit from Joey. So many. Uh, anyways, also this new setup that we got going on here is kind of cool. We are. It's guys. You know, streamlining understand. things, guys. Trying to make things more efficient. It's all one bundle package deal now. All of it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Love you guys. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.